Hello and welcome to the Christmas episode podcast, the podcast where we debate, dissect, discuss the cheeriest episodes of your favorite television programs. And today is a day that has been very much teased, but never really thought this was going to happen. But long story short, it's Brent's birthday, so we couldn't record. But also, I deleted this week's episode accidentally. And so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that we have been threatening to put some of our older unreleased home improvement episodes out. And so on weeks where we can't get together and record or weeks where we just feel like it, we will put out the home improvement episodes that never saw the light of day. So this is the first instance where we're going to dip into the TCE archives and look at a home improvement episode, which was back when we were going to do just home improvement, but we've obviously transitioned away from that. So this is the third podcast Brent and I ever recorded together. And coincidentally, it was this week last year. So enjoy it. And we'll be back to our regular scheduled programming next week. Thanks. Bye. Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Christmas episode podcast where we dissect, discuss, and debate the cheeriest episodes of your favorite shows. Hunter here with me as always is birthday boy Brent. Hi y'all. We took a week off of recording because it was his birthday. Yes, 21. (laughs) The big 2-1. Finally. And for your birthday, Brent, you went and saw a play. Uh, I did. And in the play... Do I they, forgot about it for a second. Do they reference Christmas at all? Um, no. It is a fascinating, quite sad show. So, well, Christmas can be sad, kind of as we saw tonight as, in Home Improvement. Yeah, it can be sad, but it. Dear no, Evan no Hansen Christmas. is the play in question, and you yes, saw it. I did. You loved it. I did. You told me about it. I had no idea what it was. I did. Yeah, like when we met. Oh wow! A year ago or so. I didn't know that. Fun fact, you told me about a bootleg. Oh, yeah. And I have it still. Sad Tree Boy Makes a Friend. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry I watch bootlegs sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Bootleg of Broadway shows? Come on. Yeah, I'll never be able to see a Broadway show. You've never been to a Broadway no, show? No, I have. Me too. What show? Um, I've actually seen Wicked twice. On the Great White On Way? On the Great White Way. That's fun. The first time we went to New York, we saw Wicked. I don't know why. How old were you? Uh, 20. <laughs> so last year. <laughs> in college. First time I ever went to New York was in college, but it's fine. We saw Wicked and then I went again and I saw Wicked. The second time I went, it was a bougie New York trip. I went with one of my yes. friends whose mom like has an apartment there. What? It was like. The Does she tr- live there? Is that apartment She's like, oh no, two. I just have like a, she like has a place with a bunch of her friends and she was like, would you guys want to go to New York? And I, I did was not like, know you knew Melania Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like best friends, but we're close. Close enough. Close enough to where she invites me. Um, That's cool. And I got to see three shows that time. Wicked. I saw Wicked again. <laughs> Newsies. Newsies. Which I was a fan of from the movie. Yeah. And actually, I saw Bring It On, which was oh, okay. surprisingly really good. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was great. None of those interest me. I've Christmas been... was referenced <laughs> in none of them. I went to Broadway once when I went to New York once. And I saw the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. That very same oh, that's one. Such a good it was show. good. I liked it a lot. Oh yeah, I didn't do that. I knew that. In in the original Broadway cast, maybe not original cast, but uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson was yeah. in it. I remember him because he was the best in the whole bunch. He was fantastic. Yeah, he played the part 
really, really well. And I remember, like, honestly talking to my dad and being like, this guy, that guy, the red-haired guy <laughs> was good. Guy, He's going to go This somewhere. guy's going to do some things. Hi. How I old were you, like? This was yesterday. <laughs> no, I was 14, maybe. Man, this was travel fast. before Modern Family. Significantly before yeah, Modern Family came out. So, yeah, anyway, that's how I remember. And then I saw him get that show, and I was like, oh, I remember that guy from the play. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Yeah, good But job. anyway, your anyway, birthday has come and gone, but Christmas is still in our horizon. Christmas is approaching fast. Tis. Tis approaching fast. And what's really exciting about that is there's a plethora of Christmas television to get us in the mood. And we are on our third outing of there Home Improvement. There is a plethora of Christmas television, and guess what? We are watching Home Improvement. All, <laughs> all of them. But here's the thing. You mentioned before we started recording, we should continue to do obscure shows like Home Improvement. A show that I would argue is not obscure it's at all. It's a little... I mean, it's just like no one talks about Home Improvement anymore. Well, they and, should be. Or even like the Home Improvement Christmas episodes. This episode was, if this episode got made in 2018, it would be eviscerated. Yeah, it would not last. Because it talks about... It would about, be canceled halfway through the season. talks about Jesus. Yes. They go to church. Take them to church. The mainstream media will let us talk about... Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. But... So this okay. episode has heavy religious vibes. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we'll get into all that. But I have a question to kind of kick us off here. In the episode, it starts with them talking about stocking stuffers by Binford. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And, and Tim quotes, he says, Stocking stuffers are notoriously hard for men. It's hard for you to f- shop for guys. I, I'm assuming that's what he meant. Mm. It's hard to figure out what guys want in their stockings. Now, Brent, you and I have talked I extensively. Thank you. We, we have talked extensively about what Christmas is like for you. And mm. I have a question, Brent. Mm-hmm. What is your relationship like with stockings? Like, how does your family do stockings? Are they a big part of your tradition, or is it nothing? And Tim Allen is right, or Tim Taylor, excuse me. No, yeah, we like sto- we like stockings in our family. I always, I feel like that's like the first thing I jump to is this, the stocking. And we established you are a, you do grandma at night. We do my grandma's house on Christmas Eve, but we is don't there do stockings. Stock- no stockings there. No, there. no stockings there. So you're not talking stocking <laughs> till twenty <25th>. fifth. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, we're not stocking until the twenty fifth, Christmas morning. Usually we've got what do we what's like the 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 staples of the stocking? As candy. of now, since I'm a candy. little bit older. Yes. Sweets. Can- chocolate. Candy, but it's like the candy coins, you know, like those oh, chocolate coins. Duh. I don't know why. Those are always at the very bottom. Yeah, because they sink. Um now that I'm a little bit older, it's always razors, like shaving. Mm. They're gonna say like alcohol. No, I never get alcohol. That's fine. Yeah, no. We're not there yet. We're not. My mother, sh- I'm, I just turned 21. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe this year. Um, <laughs> razors, socks, like generic white socks. Like you're wearing right now. Except one year she gave me socks with my dog's face on them. And I was like, oh, Thank, thank you, mom. But they were like they were like a soccer like a soccer sock. You know, like wow. soccer socks kind of have like a yeah. weird meshy material. Yeah. And I was like, mom, why did you buy these? And then chapstick for some reason. Okay. Chapstick's always thrown in there. And then just like other random things. Now, do you ever get the present in the stocking? Like, um, I did get my phone in my stocking one year. We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that. But my mom would sometimes, and this is just very characteristic of my mom, would get a present and then put the stocking like over it. 
to make it seem like, oh, it wouldn't fit in your stocking. Oh, like an funny. Xbox or something. Like when yeah. I got an Xbox, that's how it was presented to uh-huh. me. And I just remember thinking like, hey, man, you could have wrapped it. <laughs> <laughs> you look unprepared. So where was the rest of your stocking stuff? Inside the stocking. Oh, okay. It was a weird setup. It was all on the floor. She got lazy. She was tired. She had a rough oh. December. This was this was the same year I saw Putnam County Spelling Bee. Wow, what a treat. It's a big year. It was a big for year. For me and Jesse Taylor Ferguson. Anyway, I'm glad to hear that. Do you agree with the comment that it's hard to shop for stockings, men no. style? I think it is a little difficult to shop for men in general. Yeah. What? Okay, so we talk about this every week. What are you asking for for Christmas? You got your phone. Yeah. And you want a laptop, but you're not going to ask for that. Like, realistically, no, that. what's on your list? I have n- I was literally today. Talked to my mother today. Nice. She's like, it's getting cold here. Meaning? I'm like, okay. She's gearing, like, which means we're Christmas. Up. We're gearing up, baby. She's like, I need a list. She's like, I need a list. She's like, my goal is to get everything done before December because I don't want to be stressed this year. I'm like, okay. Will that really change anything? No. And she's like, so I need a list. I'm like, perfect. I'll just ask my roommate, Andrew, what he's asking for. And my mom goes, well, skis, no. <laughs> Andrew was like, I'm not asking for ski. That's funny. <laughs> So, no, I have no idea what nothing, I want. Nothing. That's crazy. I'm such a last-minute Christmas person. We're getting close. We're not too close, but we're getting close. But, no, I don't think it's difficult to shop for men. You do? For stocking-wise. Oh, okay. Because we don't anything. need much. No. Just give us socks and underwear and generic crap, and we're fine. I'll take that. I'll take. But that I right do think we bank. are hard to shop for in general. Unless you tell someone what you want, and why yeah, is that so We're difficult? also very specific, so I feel like we're like, I want this. Right. Give me this. Well, I mean, you That's ask what I for do something, to my mom you hope she'll... to get it, right? I mean, being specific. I'll ask for something and then my mom will get me like, just kind of like a knockoff brand of what oh. I ask for. So I have to be very specific with her. Like you want AirPods and then you get the Instagram ad versions where it's like, I didn't know they came in this color. Like my mom one year wanted Ugg moccasins and my poor father got her like these Walmart brand purple fake Uggs. And my mom's like, what are these? <laughs> Wow. So <laughs> So my poor father is not allowed to shop. Is oh wait, so I thought your mom got gave you the knockoff stuff. Yeah, she does, but like my father even worse. I was just mm. giving an example. Oh, okay. So both your parents are not. My mom will tell me what she wants for Christmas. Yeah. Because and, my dad can't. Do and you'll it. get it. You'll deliver. Yeah. That's cool. All right. That's that's fascinating. I love hearing about what, what goes on in Fort Worth. Yes. December. 25th and stuff. Yes. So we're talking stocking. That's what happens this episode of Tool Time or Home Improvement or whatever the heck it's called. Very normal. Twas the blight before Christmas. Yeah. Blight meaning mess up, blunder, mistake, right? Yeah. Right. And so twas the mess up before Christmas. Um, and I have some deep thoughts about this episode because I, well, I mean, we'll get there when we talk about the end, you know, but. Anyway, we'll just let's just let's table that conversation for now and just say mm-hmm. it starts very normally with uh, Tool Time. They're yes. filming an episode and they have such a grotesquely mean joke about Al's mom. Yeah, <laughs> like really aggressive. Surprisingly mean that his mom is like a, a massive giant. woman. Yeah, like a literal giant. You'll see her shadow and it takes up the entire frame. It's sad, but it was also weird. Like no, why? Was, yeah, and Al didn't like run from it. He just was like, "Well, yep." And it, was, so it was weird. We don't watch any other episodes of Home Improvement, yeah, so, so I do wonder if it's a recurring bit. I would like that's the most only of way. their Christmas bits are. Oh, they are. Well, I said oh. most of their Christmas episodes we have see, reoccurring elements. Yeah, because right after that, we find out Doc Johnson and the lights. Freaking Doc Johnson back at it again. This year, they've villainized him a little bit more. 
Yeah, because he is stealing yes. somehow all of well, Tim's. We know how. Randy. Randy. He is stealing all of Tim's lighting ideas. And he's yeah. like, how? He's like, he's beating me to the punch. It's conspiracy. It is a power. true conspiracy. <laughs> it's, we're back. We're back with power. And it turns out Randy is like giving away all of his dad's. To a girl, to, to his granddaughter. Doc's granddaughter. Which is so funny to me because. Do we think Doc planted his granddaughter? 100%. Like, okay, there's this boy. Because what adolescent kids are like, hmm. So what's your dad doing for Christmas this year? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. In between making out. I'm surprised Randy like even knows that he's like paying yeah. attention. And that's like, the, the every every piece of that's confusing to me. Also, when Randy walked in, he walked in at like 7 p.m., just like casually walks through the front door and Tim's like, hey man. I'm like, where have you yeah, been? Yeah, like he has a job. They or all something. casually just walk in the front door, like Brad and Randy. I'm like, do you guys live here? Do you do you have like after school programs that you're well, attending? <laughs> I, I was actually happy speaking of programs. Last year it was the Christmas play, which had no sort of Was that the play? Oh, and then the year before no, last year was the school Christmas drive. The Christmas drive. The and year then before the year that before was the, the play. The pageant. The pageant. So these are kind of rogue things. I'm glad this year it was institutionalized with the church. Like when you're like you're in the church play, I was like, okay, we're home base. Because I don't have to wonder what community programs they're a part of now. I know they're going to church. And church was a big part of this episode. Yeah, it was. Huge part of this episode. Poor Mark. The third act (laughs) took place in church. Yeah. So the main conflict, this one had a main conflict, which is why I like this one. Which I liked. I liked this one so much more than The whole family versus friends. So that's what I was going to say. I think this whole entire episode is about what you want versus what's important and what matters and what's real. Okay, so set us up. Well, every single person has to ask themselves that question. Brad asks it because he wants to go skiing with Todd Wheeler, Todd which is the Wheeler. most like next door friend name in All the world. All his friends are going skiing on Christmas. On literally Christmas. Which I don't mean to be racially or religiously profiling, but they all must be Jewish because if you could, Im- if I could <laughs> never imagine a family of evangelicals saying, "Invite your friends to Christmas away from their families." <laughs> That sets them up for failure. No one wins there. You're either the family that takes people away on Christmas or you're the family that lets their kid go away on Christmas. And so, Or they're just like not really any sort of Christian. No, I They don't cares? necessarily have they to be Jewish. They should respect the rest of the neighborhood. See, I have friends growing up that would be like, it would be like Thanksgiving, not that Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't know. They're different. Yeah. But I've had friends growing up that would be like, hey, what are you guys doing today? On Thanksgiving. And I'm like, I'm well, with my family. You know, my obviously. friends and I have invented a holiday on Christmas. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I've talked about this. No, before. you did, but I forgot. Crimbus. Yes. Where we would go, we go to Denny's after Denny's. all the fa- festivities, like nine, nine. No, my mother would never allow that. Really? Yeah. Even after she goes to sleep. Yeah, no, because then she'd be worried that I was up and like gallivanting around yeah. town. So Crimbus is when we go to Denny's around like nine thirty, ten o'clock on Christmas night. The buy-in's like twenty bucks. You got to either get fries, milkshake, or just come pay. We read poetry. We tell stories at Denny's. Mm-hmm. We poetry. Get people comply. I'm the poet Slam laureate. Slam poetry. I'm the poet laureate of Crimbus. And I love it because people legitimately complain. They'll come to the waiters and be like, can you get that table to be quiet? And it's like, I'm sorry that I'm ruining your Christmas at Denny's, but everything about this is so sad. So, so sad. So then we go from there to a party. It was generally at my mom's house. We've had to rethink that in the, in the past. But my mom's house, we party till the wee hours in the morning. Mm-hmm. There's a live concert usually. It's just such a fun night. And I How love does your Krimbus. wife feel about this tradition? My wife loves Crimbus. She goes, she's one of the four mothers of Crimbus. Four mothers. 
I'm there are forefathers, <laughs> the forefathers of the forefathers. So there's four uh, of us, myself included. And then there's four mothers, but I think there's really only three, right, Meg? What do you think? Well, it be? It'd be you, Cheyenne, and Emily, right? Maybe Natalie. Maybe there are four mothers if we really sat down and thought about it. But anyway, that's Cast your votes. really inside baseball three stuff. Three or four. I think there's three mothers, four fathers. And five golden rings. Whoa. I'll throw auto-tune on that. <laughs> I could. Anyway, so Brad wants rings. to go skiing. Rings. Brad, wa- Brad wants to go skiing and be with his friends. On Christmas. Which, honestly, I understand Like that was such a thing I would do. I'd be like, Mom! Everyone's going to the lake this weekend. Not that it would be a holiday. Yeah. And my mom's like, no. Like, <laughs> we're going to your grandma's house. Yeah. But mom, all my Wheeler friends will skiing. be there. Yeah, like, People I like are there. You're ruining my life, mom. I can't believe it. So Christmas is ruined because Brad can't go to Todd's ski right. adventure weekend. Right. And then I think Randy has a moment, too, where he's like, should I continue seeing this girl? <laughs> Do I turn my back on my family and date Doc's granddaughter? Or do I stand by my dad and break up with Doc's granddaughter in solidarity? Truly, the deep questions. Randy asks himself that. He never verbally states any of those feelings, but we see it in his eyes. He has hard eyes for this girl. What I, what's funny that you even just went on that little tangent, because I wrote down theme what you want versus what's important i wrote brad and then number two randy so i was like i wrote it because he did something or <laughs> i was like okay this is the theme yes yeah, and i, I can't I don't think, think about, i caught on to anything randy did think, but also mark randy wasn't really in this episode mark doesn't want to sing and it's important for him to do that he thinks he looks like a geek yeah well if the he's the in in noel everyone if the robe fits he's doing you, a little quartet then use a geek noel song at church mm-hmm. and Poor Mark. Honestly, Mark is like the butt of every sort of joke plot in this whole show. He has 11 seconds of airtime where he's not like... I wonder how much money he's making per episode, though. Today or like then? Yeah, then. How much his parents are making, you mean? We're so sorry, Mark. Did you ever see any of that money? uh, I wonder. I I did tell you I saw him in a coffee shop in Pasadena once. Yeah, I think this is the third time we've talked about that. As long as we watch (laughs) Home Improvement, I'll have to wonder if I read that or said that story out loud anyway so basically that's it so so the the catalyst the big the big thing happening is brad wanted to go skiing the family decides to go to church mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go because he's like well if i can't go skiing why would i go to church yeah. and they leave him at home yeah which i'm so confused my mom would never allow that but no i don't know a lot of parents that would like how also i cannot tell how old they are <laughs> Still, like he's not like forty. He looks the exact same from season one, and I'm like, okay, is he twelve or is he fourteen? It's funny you say that because there's a line in it later where Tim looks at Randy and says, "In a couple <laughs> years, you'll be in college." Yeah, and I'm like, who? Who? Brad looks like he's in fifth grade. Couple years, man. Like he's nine. He's barely breaking into middle school. Yeah, he's not old at all. I mean, he's old enough to steal from homeless people like he did last year. Oh, yeah. So he did not learn his lesson at all. So they leave Brad at home. They're like, fine. We'll if you're going to throw a tantrum the whole night, you're, you can stay here. We're done. And, and they, they let go him, to church. And it's beautiful. What religion are they? Like, probably like Episcopalian or something. Yeah, I was going to say some high churchy thing because they were like really holding dressed up. Holding candles. And lighting candles, yeah. And... 
Um, there's a verse Tim mentions. He says, the Lord says, come and worship, not go and ski or something. Yeah. Like, which is the dumbest line. I laughed. But I had to Google where that's from because I couldn't quite remember that citation. But it looks like it's Psalm 95, 6, where uh, it says, come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Which, I mean, maybe is what they were talking about. But it, come and worship is one of those like Christian colloquial terms that gets thrown around. Like the serenity prayer. People are like, oh, that's Lord, my favorite part of the Bible. Me, it's like Lord, that's not in there. the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, that one. Have you been in any programs? No, my one of my Algebra 2 teacher in high school made us say that prayer <laughs> before class. I and I didn't it. know that it was like a AA thing? an AA thing until I was in like college and was watching something. Wow. I'm like, oh, I know this prayer. <laughs> I, I know this very well. <laughs> I've known this since middle school. One of my favorite prayers. <laughs> it was... Given to me by a teacher. Yeah, seriously. Uh, she was a good teacher, though. Oh, uh, she? She. Why did I think a man would just do that? How dare you? Well, it just sounds like something scummy. Yeah, just a little. I don't know. It was I, a Catholic school. What's her name? Um, Sister? Shout out to Mrs. German Rabito. <laughs> oh, what a name. Yeah, German she Rabito. Was, she was fiery and kind of quirky, but a really good teacher. Really? Yeah. What's one thing you remember from algebra? Besides the serenity uh, she prayer. She actually taught us like songs. She was like uh kind of like a, um like co- sine, cosine, and tangent. Wasn't that it? So Katoa, yeah. Trigonometry. Like, so Katoa equals sine, cosine, and tangent. So she would just like teach us weird things like okay. that so that we could remember. Because there's so many different formulas and things to know. Yeah. Sidetrack. Well, I like hearing So they go stuff. to church. <laughs> they go to church. Brad is not in attendance. You know what? Mark He's is not. still upset about wearing his Do you think robe. that when this aired, December 15th, 1993, some boy named Hozier watched it, and he's like, take me to church? You know what? I'm going to have to say yeah. This is the inspiration. You know? I bet probably. we could fit it in. When we when we see Hozier's documentary in a couple years if it's about Christmas their beginnings. Theme, we'll watch it pretty <laughs> soon, it looks like. In a couple of years, we'll we'll learn. Anyway, so yeah, Randy doesn't want to ski, gets left at home, and then Tim goes Brad, back. Brad. Brad. Whatever. They're all the same weird Hunter names. Hunter literally never I knows their, their names. I write names down every week. I was like, okay, Brad. <laughs> Randy. In the middle of the episode. Which one's that? Who's Is this that? one? Is that Randy? Is that Randy? Cromwell? Anyway, so we have this situation that I thought was so funny. Tim goes, he leaves church to go pick up his kid from yeah. home. How early did they get to church? Probably like... 45 minutes. Like, that's what you do on Christmas. Is it? Yeah, it's because all the poinsettias come out, which is... What? That People th- who attend church just on major holidays get assigned, like, poinsettias or the tulips or the lilies. So it's just like they come for Christmas Eve, Easter, XYZ. They um, get assigned for those? Yeah, it's just what, like, all the grumpy... Churchgoers will call the people who come and fill up the pews, even though oh, they're not there every week. You know I what I'm saying? I got it. I got it. I got it. I didn't realize what you were doing. So I didn't realize you're being bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad thing. <laughs> I didn't realize you're being. Poinsettias in this ter- in this word usage is a bad thing. Okay, so they were being that. Yeah, so you can tell. Anyway, yeah, so, because Tim goes and watches football. So yeah, so he goes back home to pick up mm, Brad. Brad, I almost <laughs> called him Mark, and he. Like, is ready to go skiing, which I knew would happen. I wrote down, um, on my notes, I wrote, legitimately, Brad will sneak out. I I was shocked. Really? Yeah, I was like, <gasps> how? I don't know, because I still don't know how old he is. I was like, he's not this smart to, well, like, leave. Well, he's not leave. old enough to drive because he wants to hitchhike. 
Yeah, they're like, what did he, he he's like, what, you think he's Todd's like, just gonna come pick you up? He knows he's you like, can't no, go. I'm, I'm a hitchhiking. To the mountain. <laughs> I'm gonna hitchhike up the mountain. Yeah, in Detroit, where did they sk- go skiing, do we think? Uh, I do not know. I don't know much about Michigan. We'll have our researcher look it up. Anyway, I don't know who that is or what you're talking about. Anyway, so um, they go back to church. Everybody's crying. Funny, yeah. <laughs> funny, funny, funny part of the episode. Wilson's at church. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Bible raised to his eyeballs. Dude's Literally holding, holding a Bible up to his face so that he cannot be seen. But we can clearly see, see him. Al is sitting right behind him. And then Wilson is right behind Al. Yeah, it's all there. It's a little little nod to the I, real hardcore I, viewers. I think I wrote Wilson in the book. <laughs> so sounds, funny. Sounds like a devotional you but could I didn't make. But no, I didn't notice until you pointed it out. Like a Christian devotional you could make? Wilson like, in the book. Wilson in the book. He was in, we never saw his face because he was looking at someone else's face. The Lord's. <laughs> Here are 30 wise, whiz, whiz, wise things to say that he said the that three, will get you in what the did book. He, what did the three tool guys... The three wise tool three guys. Wise tool guys. Yeah, it was all Tim. Which, oh, but at the end, when Mark is trying to sing, they line up in Leon. Yeah, instead of Noel. That's funny. <laughs> we thought that was so funny. One of the kids was in Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah. The rich kid, whose dad is Donald kid. Trump in the movie. Oh my gosh, you're right. Isn't that funny? Isn't Whoopi in that movie? Yeah, she is. Not Sorry. our president. I love Whoopi. You like Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> I didn't know that about you. And Reba. Reba's in it. Do you ever see that SNL skit, the Lonely Island one with Reba, with Keenan playing Reba? Yeah, I'm sure. That's one of my favorite Lonely Island digital shorts of all time. We'll have to watch it. Oh, yeah. It's it's actually not even on YouTube. I don't know why. I hate when that happens. I think it's on Daily Motion or something, like SNL player or something. I don't know. Anyway, one big happy family. And the ending is so strange. Y'all, the ending is so This was weird. like a Tarantino-style ending. So we're back to the Christmas lighting debacle. Yep. Tim walks outside with the family. They're all ready to check out the lights. He turns the lights on, and it's like great. Every you don't need to mess with it. Even if it's you like lose, perfect. You can be proud of that. And turns out Wilson is the judge. Crazy twist of events. Twist of events. And That's what I'm saying. It's and then Tim's, Tim's like, ah, oh, Brad, you put the wrong light bulb in Rudolph's nose, and so he climbs up the ladder to go. Total change Brad the light. move too, because what it has to be red. You know what I mean? Like it's Rudolph. Yeah, and, and Brad did the wrong <laughs> like, like, it's just one, literally, when they... Is he, Brad colorblind? Whoa. We're, we're getting, we'll find out. You think so? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. That's like a huge They would point. never tackle that, though. <laughs> They're not right. Colorblindness? Colorblindness? Yeah. They would never. Dude, that is a funny thought. Like, this is this episode is going to contain... This episode, Brad finds out he's colorblind. Hey, Tim Allen here. This if someone steals episode, this idea for their own sitcom series, I'll be... Furious. This next episode of Home Improvement, we're going to take a look at some pretty hard stuff. Colorblindness. And I don't mean figuratively. I mean literally. <laughs> literally red-green colorblind. <laughs> Check it out. Talk to your own family. So then Tim goes to change the light bulb, and he drops it on accident. And Brad's like, hey, Dad, make sure it's not wet. Which, if you run a show about tools, should be something you're very aware of. So he puts the nose in and electrocutes him, and it's like a really like it's intense nineties. You ever see the animation. cable guy? No. Oh, that's a great movie. The cable guy, the DVD VHS cover, it looked just like that. Like wait, with Jim Carrey. Oh no, no, I'm thinking of something else. The cable guy is so good. Anyway, so he gets electrocuted, and out of the flame of the electrocution, 
happy holidays. <laughs> kind of like, ha, ha, ha. They send like a zoom out almost of yeah. this. And then at the very end, the They'll whole sing. family's together and they say, <laughs> did they say happy holidays or Merry Christmas? It's, just, uh, it's like they're doing a song. <laughs> Except not Mark. Mark is just looking around. Mark is like, what song is this? Well, and you know why? Because he area. had already hit his limits for lines. They'd have to pay him more. Yeah. So like, Mark, like just Mark, shut up. Stand there and just do nothing. We blew all of the budget of this episode on the graphics and the electrocution. <laughs> and on the bit about Al's Do you know how much mom. we had to pay someone to come up with this graphic? So you cannot speak. The bit about Al's mom. And that's it. That was the episode, The Blight Before Christmas. I honestly didn't write that much down. No, neither did I. I was enthralled. Last time was so bad. That episode was terrible, and the first one I remember not liking I've very much either. <laughs> I know you've loved them, but okay. So we have a scale um, that we we, scale. we we got ready in the first episode. I'll just review it with you because it's been a couple a couple weeks. Yeah. So we do a scale. And review it, review it with for our listeners. Yeah. So this may be the first time they're tuning in. I hope so. Oh, this is a good first entry. Skip last week. Go to the first week. Maybe well the last yeah, week has music. I have to put it in, but there will be music in the second episode of Manhattan Transfer. No celeb guest this week. No celeb guest this week, but we did have a Benford reference. Yeah. I would like to see more of that and more yeah. celebs as well. I think as the show gains popularity, it will gain celebrity appearances. Take a guess. Who's I would gonna- love to know who is the celebrity of that gen- like who would Yeah, they take bring a guess. In? Who's it gonna be? <sighs> I don't you well, Manhattan Transfer was the last. Yeah. I think like... So if I'm going on that level, then probably another person I am unaware of. Here's who I'm thinking. Ted Danson. That would be no. They would not. ABC. Okay, so they're going to go... They're going to not cross-pollinate with another network. You're right. So not not Ted Danson. Who Who's on ABC at this point? Boy Meets World. No. Feeney? Feeney. Uh, we could get Bob Saget, TGIF. Or like a Dave Coulier, like oh. Bob was probably like. Okay, Coulier. I'm calling a Coulier. Yeah. Maybe not in a Christmas episode, but maybe in an like episode. A small, small. Well, he'll play a character. It'll be a guest role, and he has an accent. He's doing some sort of bit. Oh, I hope so. With the fake mustache. <laughs> you see it. We both see it. We can. Camp- and I'm picturing Dave Coulier with a fake mustache. We separately came to that. Anyway, okay. So the the scale is as follows. It's one to ten. Ten being Christmas, the most joyful time of year. One being awful, which is December 26th. So it goes December 26th, then Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, four is Easter, <clears throat> five is July 4th, six is Halloween, seven is Thanksgiving, eight is December 1st, nine is Christmas Eve, and 10 is Christmas. Brent, what number is this episode for you? Um, can I bring in outside factors? Yes. Okay, because unfortunately and fortunately, I am listening to Christmas music. It's on the radio, people, so I'm listening to I it. am too, baby. So, like, I'm in the zone. Like, it's upon us. Truly. People are decorating at stores. Yes, it's already happening. It's up. It's Things wonderful. Up. I love it. And so I feel like I'm a seven, which is Thanksgiving, which is appropriate because we are right around Thanksgiving. Getting close. So I would say I'm a seven, right? Yeah. Thanksgiving? Seven. I have to start to remember that it's not how much I liked the episode, because that's usually going to be one to three. <laughs> it has to be, what did it do for my Christmas spirit? Yeah, see, which is, I think, how you've been rating every... Yeah. I don't think I'm going to go back and anachronistically change it, but I will say that this episode, I'm going to go with you and say Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
in my soul. And what it was for me, the clincher for me was the church scene. And I'm not saying anything about religion or anything either way, but I was saying like the community, the family, the tradition, it just like was like, yes, this is what I really like about the holidays and made me feel good. And so that was, that was was a lot of family. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked it. It felt good. It felt good. But next week, episode five, any predictions? Episode four. four. Episode four, any predictions? Um, Doc Johnson obviously is back. We're we're gonna have to get him. Like we're gonna have to see him. Maybe he's Dave Coulier. I'd like to no, see. I'd like to old. see a plot that doesn't necessarily revolve around the kids because we've had a lot of yeah. Brad and yeah. Randy yeah. and yeah. who knows if Mark is even in the show technically. <laughs> so like, I want to see more conflict between yeah. Jill and Tim. Okay. I also want to see the kids grow up or yeah, explicitly grow up. indicate what age they are. I think, honestly, they filmed this the first three seasons in one year because they have not wow. looked any different. Well, we'll find out. Okay, and that's that's it for us this week. We'll see you next week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We out.